From points across California, you're listening to the Disneyland edition of the Diz Unplugged. This is the Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition, episode 188 for the week of September 5th, 2013. The Diz Unplugged Disneyland edition is brought to you by Dreams Unlimited Travel, helping you plan the perfect Disney vacation. Visit them on the web at www.dreamsunlimitedtravel.com. Hello everyone and welcome to the show. I'm your host Tom Bell and I'm joined by our Disneyland team, Nancy Johnson, Mary Jo Milano willie and Tony Spatel. In this week's show, Mary Jo talks about her recent chat with Susan Disney Lord and Tony Spatel reviews Pizza Press. All that plus this week's news, Roundtable Rapid Fire and our Disboard's Thread of the Week on this edition of the Dis Unplugged. Hello everyone. Hello. How's everyone doing tonight? Absolutely Great. wonderful. I, amazing. Amazing. Oh, amazing. amazing. Oh, awesome. You like that word? Wow. That is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's fresh. Um, <laughs> that's going to be my new word. So <laughs> everybody knows. So those okay. are, that are doing the Disney Plug drinking game, amazing. fresh, okay, it's not going to be amazing. Bingo board. Amazing is going to be my new word. And Michael Bowling is still traveling. He will be back with us next week. So don't, don't fret about that. Um, any housekeeping? I have a couple. Yeah. Okay. Go ahead, Micho. Uh, I was at Disneyland this week with my son Nick, and we I wanted to show him Fantasy Fair. And when we were over there, you know that little cart that has those really cool twists and the um, streets. Yeah. Yes. And on Saturday nights, when they're having the dancing over there, they serve these empanada type. Oh um, wow! A little hot pocket, and it's cheat. It's a cheeseburger empanada. Oh wow! So, um, so we got one and we split it, and it was deli- it was really really good. So it was four dollars and nineteen cents. I didn't take a picture of the sign, but they have a little sign up there on the on the right next to the cash registers on both sides. Like I said, they only serve them on Saturday. If somebody's there and they just want something light, um, they're hungry but they don't want a big meal or something, that hits the that hits the spot. It was flaky. And it was cheesy and hamburger meat, and that's all there was to it. But it was really good. Cool. We split it, and sounds cheap for for something you can split. Very nice. And you had another rapid fire. And my other housekeeping that housekeeping. I had was, was I should um, know. I, <laughs> I wanted to say thank you to the people who've been emailing us. We've been receiving yeah. some very nice emails. We had a wonderful one from um, Melva, who uh, had a wonderful trip, and she was shared it with us. And also Sylvia and Leah and some other people. So I just wanted to say thank you and shout out to those of you who've been um, touching base with us. Speaking of emails, um, now that we're done helping out John with his trip planning, we need another person to help. Um, we, I still have all the emails from people that had emailed before and I may, may go back to one of those, but if you have a trip planned, Oh, say November, December, maybe around the holidays. That would be fun to help you plan. Uh, mm-hmm. Just email, email, just email me directly, Tom at www.info.com, and maybe we can bring you on the show and help you plan your trip. It's been fun. With Leah, yeah. Leah's um, trip was a lot of fun, and John's trip was a lot of fun. Plus, yeah. we got to meet him and Kirk, so that was cool. Yeah, that's very cool. Um, any other housekeeping? Nope. Um. Okay. Oh, oh. Something. Oh, let me. Speaking of the people who um, who have been emailing us lately, mm-hmm. one of our um, listeners and forgive me, Mary Jo. Can you tell me who it was? Because I can't seem to find the email now. Um, 
Well, she was planning a group with multiple friends and their families of like 40 people or more. Mm-hmm. And that was she Leah, wanted, I think. Was that Leah? I think And so. she wanted some advice on, um, on uh, what to do. Whether they should do things together or, yeah. Yeah. Well, not necessarily that, but, um, how to go about, um, doing extra planning and stuff. And one of the things that I think um, that I told her, and I think you guys got copies of this too, is that don't forget to have your Dreams Unlimited travel agent. Not that I'm plugging Dreams, but I am, um, <laughs> as they are our show sponsor. Um, but have your agent work with the Disney gathering or Disney group something or other. Mm-hmm. It, they, they have special people to deal with booking large meals or finding special things for you guys to do as an occasional thing during your trip. So, you know, feel free to, you know, talk to your dreams agent about contacting them and helping out because Lord only knows getting a, getting an, a, a reservation for 40 people at Goofy's Kitchen is not an easy thing. <laughs> so just some suggestion. Cool. Awesome. Don't forget about chat night. That that's Wednesday nights, 9 p.m. on the Diz boards on the Diz. Um, also, if you want to get a hold of us, again that email is dlpodcast at wdwinfo.com. And like I said, each of us individually have emails. If you want to just talk to one of us that you feel more comfortable with, you can do that also. Tom at wdwinfo.com, etc. If you want links to anything we talk about or links to any of our old shows, you can find those at disunplugged.com. Also at disunplugged.com, you can listen to the Orlando edition of the Dis Unplugged, or you can actually watch the D- Orlando edition of the Dis Unplugged. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're interested, more interested, in, or if you're interested in Orlando, they uh, broadcast live Tuesdays at 10 a.m. Pacific time um, at Dis Unplugged, and you can watch them and learn more about Walt Disney World. And things out east. Um, if there are no more housekeepings, let's head over to Tony with the news. Okay. The Special Olympics World Summer Games will come to Los Angeles in 2015. It'll be the largest sporting event staged in Los Angeles since ni- the 1984 Olympics. Wow. Yeah. And more importantly about the 1984 Olympics, because, you know, I'm not like Edward R. Murrow here with the news. The closing ceremonies where... Lionel Richie saying, "Just that's was, what was, I think of did, when I think of Wayne the 1984." Didn't he tell that story? Yes, okay. and I just yeah. had to remind. Oh, see, he had to bring Wayne back in, Sorry. and I just love my no. And I had to re- no. That's a good thing. Okay. Wayne and Lionel Richie, two of yes. my favorite people. <laughs> yes, exactly. Nice. Okay. Well, the 2015 Special Olympics World Summer Games will be the largest sporting event to hit Los Angeles since the 1984 Olympics. A logistical enterprise that seems impossible when you walk into the organizing office. Organizing Committee's office downtown. About a dozen employees work out of the donated space, a cluster of empty cubicles strewn with half-open boxes of business cards and printers that haven't been plugged in yet. But in two years, a full-time staff of 160 and an estimated 30,000 volunteers will put on competitions throughout Los Angeles for more than 7,000 athletes and an event that will bring an estimated $415 million to the regional economy. Griffith Park will host golf. A hall at the mm-hmm. LA Convention Center will be converted into five stadiums for team handball, roller skating, and bocce ball. Student dorms at USC and UCLA will become athletes' villages. And Lucky Strike at LA Live 
minus the alcohol and black lights, will host bullying. <laughs> For now, said Patrick McClenahan, president of the games, the committee's main job is raising funds and spreading the word. He's been taking his pitch to Sacramento and Washington, D.C., how the Special Olympics comes off could help Los Angeles' bid for the 2024 Summer Olympics, McClenahan said. China hosted the Special Olympics in 2007 before the 2008 Summer Olympics were held in Beijing, and South Korea hosted this year's Special Olympics in advance of the 2018 Winter Olympics in a city I cannot pronounce. <laughs> it's a great calling card, McClenahan said. Three months after the Special Olympics happens, the United States will pick the host city, and then the IOC will pick the winner. The Special Olympics began in 1962 as a day camp in Eunice Kennedy Shriver's backyard. It has since wow. grown to 170 countries. Yeah. Previous Special Olympics in other countries received government support. The Chinese government paid 85% of the cost, but McClenahan and his committee must raise the $91 million needed to put on the games themselves. If this was any of the three previous Olympics, I would be doing the job of the Minister of Sport, he said. Los Angeles Special Olympics has the support of powerful public and private interests, including Anschutz, Entertainment Group, Disney, Lionsgate Chief Executive Rob Friedman, and billionaire David Geffen. Most recently, President Obama announced that he and First Lady Michelle Obama would serve as chairs of the Games in a specially recorded YouTube video. Perhaps a belated apology for his 2009 comment on The Tonight Show comparing his poor bowling to the Special Olympics. Oops. Special Olympics athletes around the world do not experience the pressure and heartbreak of national trials but they undergo competitions that are closely observed by Special Olympics chapters, and the best-performing athletes in each division win a spot at the World Summer Games, which has just 7,000 spots. The games were designed to bring out the competitive spirit of many athletes with disabilities as possible, and everybody wants to win. The game's official slogan is, Let me win, but if I cannot win, let me be brave and attempt. So, exciting news. Yeah. And That's an awesome story. Thanks, Tony. So our next, okay, to go from the beauty and pageantry of the Olympics to Nancy's favorite, Kiss. Woohoo! Who'd have guessed that it would turn out to be Kiss that brings a professional football team to the Los Angeles area, but that's exactly what the cartoonish heavy metal band is doing in buying an arena league football team to be called. Um, the, not the, not the, the cat. The uh, de- demon, I don't know. The demons, not the tongues. It will be the L.A. Kiss. Oh, of course. Yes, and they're slated to take the it field. Sounds, like, sounds like a women's basketball team or something. Yes. Well, no. Oh, okay. okay. Sorry. The L.A. Kiss is an expansion team in the Arena League and brings arena football back to the L.A. Orange County region for the first time in five years, the league announced. The L.A.-based team will use the Honda Center in Anaheim as its home field. Cool. As a fast-paced, high-action band, this partnership with the AFL was an obvious fit for us. Kiss singer, bassist Gene Simmons said in a statement, With arena football, you are much closer to the action. Sitting in the front row is like putting a folding chair on the hash mark of an NFL game. And it's one of the only sports where you can experience this level of intensity. Intending an L.A. Kiss game in 2014 will be similar to a live Kiss show. I don't know what that's saying about the Kiss show or what that's saying about the football game. With thrilling, heart-pounding action. Ticket information will be available on the team's website, lakissfootball.com. Season tickets will cost $99. And this is why I'm thinking about doing it. And to promote the team among the KISS army of fans, the group will play a free concert next year at the Honda Center for all season seat holders. 
I might have to become a season seat how holder. Many, just how many games in a season? Maybe eight. Maybe who cares? Ninety nine bucks just for the concert. Yeah. But if you're gonna visit Disneyland and you wanna experience arena league football with a kiss mm-hmm. attitude, then there you go. Nice, excellent. And that's the news. Thank you, Tony. Time for rapid fire. Let's start with Mary Jo. So this September, Disneyland's coming up with a lot of different merchandise opportunities and Disney downtown Disney and inside the parks. Um, beginning in September 7th, you can go to the Wonderground Gallery in downtown Disney and get some of their pop fusion art. And then um, in September 13th through the 15th, Linda Rick will be there to do her Precious Moment dolls. Scary looking dolls. And she'll be... <laughs> they're cute. I like them. But oh, wait. No, scary looking woman. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Ooh. Oh, Ouch. Hey, you've seen her. Come on. She's a nice woman. I'm but anyway, she's she's uh, got a doll. Um, think she's um, coming up with Sophia the First, and she's really popular right now. So you can see her from 12 to 10 p.m. at the China Closet at the Disneyland Park. Usually she's at World of Disney, so this time she's inside the park. Um, then there's some other um, of the artwork. One of the highlights is going to be September 20th. This is a cool one for pin traders. Over at the Pacific Ballroom at Disney's Paradise Pier Hotel, pin traders, whether you're novice or you're experienced, you can go over there and um, have your pin trading and probably get some newer pieces also. They have some uh, cool cool pins coming out. Cool. And then on the end of the month, Vinylmation has some new motifs. They're the Silly Symphony characters. Really cute characters that you can get. And these will be at D Street in downtown Disney. Yep. So in September 27th, uh-huh. they're having an artist signing too. Um, Monty Maldaven is a designer of that series. So you He's definitely want to go them. there. You know, and these are really, I, you know, I'm not a big fan of the vinylmation, but these are really cute that they have. And I recognize those characters actually. <laughs> Not not dating myself. <laughs> and then on September 28th, the local Southern California artist, Noah, he's going to be um, there to with his newest piece titled, There's a Rumor Featuring Captain Hook, Tinkerbell, Peter Pan, and Wendy. And he's going to be at the Wonderground Gallery in downtown Disney. And he's got a lot of artwork. He's pretty popular. And those who are looking for something special from Disneyland can get something from him. But at the end of the month, what I think is really cool is by an artist named of David Avancino, and he does custom letter plaques that are um, themed with Disney attractions, like the letter A's, the Matterhorn, and the other um Almost everybody's letters. seen it and not realized you've seen his work. I think so. And I really like it because uh, the sample that they're showing, the, the, um, it says your name, and your the name part is on the e-ticket coupon. So he does... Really unique frames and art for you. Not the frames, but he does unique letters for you um, mm-hmm. that you can have made for you. And it's specific to the Disneyland Resort. So to me, this would be the number one thing that I would want to get of all of Awesome senior. And you can pick your own letters, too. That was another thing in the, that they were saying is you can actually pick. He's got several styles yep. of each letter. So you can mix and match what you feel personally customizes right. you so as far you, as your you Disney two, interest. If you have two A's in your name or something, you can have two different styles of 
Yeah. And he'll he'll lay it out and, and show you what it looks like and what letters fit good together. And yeah. It's really cool. I like how he does that, too. And, again, this is September 28th and 29th that he's oh. going to be there. So Pete has one behind yeah, he has the, the um, land one behind this. Yeah, behind on, the set on the, on the video. Show. Yeah, on the Orlando There's show. also an interview out there that Pete and, and I did with Dave, so okay, I can Ooh. find that and, and put the link Yeah, can, you can link that one, right? Yep. Yeah, because um, his work is truly, truly um, good. Uh, Artist in Residence is going to be David Lozou, and he's going to be at the Wonderground Gallery throughout the month on different uh, during the weekends, and you can go to him. He's got um, kind of um, Dia de los Muertos themed art and okay. some other. What are you saying? It's nice. cool and funky at the same time. Yeah, no, and cool that they they timed it for this that t- this time of the year. Perfect timing yeah. for this time of year. Yeah. Um, all of these um, different artists you can find in the link that Tom's going to include in our show notes for September merchandise events at the Disneyland Resort. All right. Thank you, Mary Jo. Um, I will go next. Um, I have limited information at this time of recording, but I just wanted to mention that Universal Studios Hollywood Halloween Horror Nights starts September 20th. Um, I don't have any pricing yet. I, uh, by the time this podcast comes out, it, we will probably have the pricing up on the website. But some of the mazes this year include El Cucuy, the Boogeyman, mm-hmm. narrated by Danny, actor Danny Trejo. Um, let's see, Insidious, Into the Further, uh, Black Sabbath 13, 3D, uh, one from the Evil Dead, one from the Walking Dead. Um, also, something new this year, there are... For, from The Walking Dead, they're going to be walker-infested movie production sets in Universal's backlots. And then some of the scare zones include, um, uh, other scare zones include ones for about, one called The Purge and one the Curse of Chucky. If anybody remembers Ooh. Child's Play from the 80s, or was it 90s anyway? 90s. Yeah, early, early 90s Chucky. That was an awesome movie. So we'll get um, information on that yeah, if no. if we have it up before the show goes up. I'll make sure we put that in the show notes. But Universal Halloween Horror Night starts September twentieth. Uh, Mary, jo- uh, not Mary Jo, Nancy. Last show we talked about Thor coming to Disneyland to much controversy. Well, now all y'all living all around the country, um, there'll be twenty to twenty four cities are going to get a road tour. There's a hunky Thor on the road. <laughs> well, yeah. Apparently, they're going to spend more than thirty million on the Marvel Experience, which will travel to twenty to twenty-four cities in its first tour next year. Um, it's going to use the use a dome the size of two football fields to house the attraction at each stop. That sucker is big. That's a big um, investment. It is a big event, uh, investment. Um, it's a live entertainment company called Hero Ventures is uh, doing this for Disney slash Marvel. And um, it'll be similar to attractions such as the Super Bowl experience. It's going to feature um, a motion simulator ride, 3D animation, holograms, and origin stories of the characters still using still image comic books. Cool. All right. Thank you, Nancy. Tony? 
The Pirates League is back for a limited time only at the Disneyland Resort. Magic. And their different experiences this time, or the experiences this time are updated or enhanced, whichever verb you'd like to use. For they include Jake and the Neverland Pirates, the First Mate, and the Empress. Uh, Jake and the Neverland 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 Pirates includes Jake and the Neverland Pirates bandana with faux hair. I could use that. Jake facial effect, (laughs) sword and sheath, the Pirates League bag, and a unique pirate coin necklace. The first mate includes choice of facial effect. Options are Blackbeard, Black-Eyed Jack, Captain Hook, and Ghosted Pirate. A reversible banana, earring and eye patch, sword and sheath, the Pirates League bag, temporary tattoo, unique pirate coin necklace. And for those of you that don't know, with uh, Global Hygiene Revolution, this year touring is unique pirate coin necklace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought that was funnier than anybody else. Yeah. Okay, uh, personalized <laughs> yeah, pirate yeah, oath and an official pirate name. Um. Um, Empress includes reversible bandana, earring and eye patch, sword and sheath, the Pirates League bag, temporary tattoo. That's who I should have said is touring with us. Temporary tattoo, no? <laughs> uh, unique pirate coin necklace, personalized pirate oath, official pirate name. And the Empress package also includes vibrant makeup, nail polish, lip gloss, and face gem. Packages mm-hmm. of the Pirates League range from $29.95 to $34.95 plus tax. They began starting August 20th. Yeah, yeah, I don't think it opened yet. I think it's like coming this weekend. Okay, well, sorry, not the the reservations began August. Okay, cool. And they're going to start on September 13th. Right, and that's over at the Thunder Ranch Jamboree. Okay, cool. Thank you, Tony. All right, that will do it for rapid fire. Thank you all. And it's time for the thread of the week, Mary Jo. This week's thread of the week comes from Lana seven seventy two. She's been with the board since April of this year, and she writes, Best things you have ever seen. In the last few months, I have read several things devoted to bad things that people have seen in the Disneyland parks. Some of them are quite sad. I say, let's talk about the great things we've seen. A sad child that a total stranger's cheered up. A frazzled parent that another parent gave a helping hand to. A lost guest that someone went out of their way to help. I'm sure there are some amazing stories out there. Let's hear them. Anyone want to start by sharing a magic moment they witness in the parks? So I'm going to go to you guys. Have, how about magic moments that you've witnessed in the park? Not talking about random acts of kindness, but what have you seen that is kind of cool? Hmm. I mean, there's always, there's always magic going on. I don't know yeah. how you differentiate that from random acts of kindness, but. I'll give you some of the ones that, that I personally saw was, over at the animation station on a rainy day, uh, we were sitting in there, and all of a sudden, a ton of characters came in and started dancing to the music. Huh. Really cool. And it turned out Cusco was even there, and they had his song on, and he started dancing like the character in the cartoon. Oh, Just, that's funny. Yeah, it was it was truly, truly a special, um, special time. Another thing was uh, when I had Leah's kids at the at, at Disneyland. It was the end of the night. We were waiting to meet up with Leah and David, and a cast member was picking up trash um, at the town square. And her her youngest son Jonah, he was fascinated by the picker upper. You know those sticks with the claw at the end that you mm-hmm. pick things up with. Mm-hmm. And the and the cast member saw him. 
And so he gave it to him and let him start picking up trash and just engaged him in them. And both boys were over there just chatting with him and spending time with him. And, and it was real. And so I snapped the picture and sent it to Lee and it said, she said, of course her sons would be sitting there picking up nice. trash and, and stuff like that. So what about, have you guys picked, seen anything that kind of stands out in your mind of just, just something that made you smile? Oh gosh. I'm drawing a blank, Marjo. <laughs> I, I, I heard that John Stavis is going to be taking a, having a date pretty soon with a, a quadruple amputee um, over there. Yeah, that's a really cool story. We talked about um, that last. Yeah. Yeah, as a matter of fact. Um, two weeks ago, yeah. Two weeks ago. Two Another weeks ago. one that I saw was a, an autistic boy who could, who didn't talk at all, and I saw cast members. He was fascinated by maps. And I saw cast members kind of surround him and ask him questions and have him point things out on the Disneyland map. That one brought tears to my eyes nice. because his Aww. face just brightened up and he was so excited to show them all these things in Disneyland and where they were on the map and stuff. It was, it was pretty neat. Well, I'll, sh- I'll share some that I, that are here on the board. Uh, Lorena put, uh, when I was 19, I witnessed a proposal near the Matterhorn when I was visiting Disneyland with my parents. Everyone in the area cheered when she said yes. It was great. Those are always fun to see. Ha- yeah. Have any of you ever witnessed proposals at the park? No. No. I no. saw one on, on Main Street where the girl and the and the guy both, <laughs> for, for those of you who have been married for many years, believe it happens, but their faces were just shining with happiness because he had just proposed Aww. to her. I, I was at the aftermath of one. I was in the virtuosity shop, and there must have been one happening on Main Street because then a cast member came in to get buttons for the for the newly engaged couple to get, you know, like I'm celebrating buttons for them. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. That is really cool. Um, another person, this is Darmalu, who's another um, regular on our boards, and she put, when we were walking through the castle into Fantasyland, there was a same-sex couple hugging and listening to When You Wish Upon a Star. That was probably my most magical moment I've witnessed. She said it still brings tears to her eyes um, to just picture them. And I, I've seen those type of, of um, scenarios that, that just are really touching. Um, another person... And I'll end with this one because there's more, but I'll end with this one. Recently, um, um, this girl, this person went to the, um, park. She saw that her six-year-old daughter wanted to, um, check out Indiana Jones for the first time. And as they were in line and they were getting close to the ride, the six-year-old just started getting really scared. So the friend asked a cast member, where the nearest exit was for them. And the cast member realized that the young girl was afraid, so she got down to her level, and she said in the sweetest, most reassuring voice, she asked her why she didn't want to ride. The six-year-old explained that she was getting nervous, and she was saying that it might be scary. So the cast member, again, told her that she it really wasn't scary, and she explained the whole ride to her. She then said that if she went on the ride, not only could she drive the car, but she would get a front-of-the-line pass for any ride she wanted to go on. So the nice. six-year-old agreed, and she took the cast member took them to the front of the line. Um, they were kind of near the front anyway, but she took them in front of everybody, put the young girl in the driver's seat, and she said that her daughter loved the ride so much that she went on it four more times that time. 
Nice. Aww. Isn't that cool? I love, I love it when cast members can do extra things, you know. Yeah, I, I love when they grab a family for whatever reason, mm-hmm. and unbeknownst to them, and they lead them to the front of some attraction. Yeah, like that my when my when I was at the expo last month, my wife was and son were touring with another family, and they got pulled into like the front row of Soren. You know, the, that's just, that's cool. Yeah. My my son likes to tell the story. Him and him and Christy were at Goofy's Kitchen. I'm not sure where I was. And they must have, they, they had, must have had an awesome waiter because he, West ended up getting every button that exists. The <laughs> waiter made up some, some kind of story as to, oh, it's your anniversary of something and gave him an anniversary button and Aww. I'm celebrating button and birthday button. Uh-huh, and, button. Yeah. So he ended up with like six buttons on his shirt from, that he, from, you know, the whole, the whole series of buttons. That is so he let, he cool. He loves to tell that story. Well, and I think Nancy could talk about when she takes her daughters over to um, the ch- baby care center because they oh, know yeah. them, and the and the special attention that they get when they go over there, right? That um, they they make them feel special, and the girls feel, you know, real well. They feel like they we're family there. anyway. Yeah. So, yeah. So if you want to read a thread that's going to make you feel good about good things that people have seen at the Disneyland Resort, or if you'd like to include your own things that you have seen, go to Best Things You Have Ever Seen at the Disneyland Resort, and Tom's going to include a link to it in our show notes. You've got it. Thank you, Mary Jo. Thank you, everyone. That is going to do it for this segment of the Dis Unplugged. Be sure to catch our other Disneyland segments this week. And, of course, we'll be back again with you next week. Until then, remember, Disneyland is always more magical when it's shared. Thanks for listening. 